Hey guys, it's your girl Kay, and thank you so much for tuning into this week, episode 30. Um, of course, we'll be diving into She Hustle. This week, I will be celebrating Tommy from Love and Hip Hop, Black China, and I will let you know why. And then I just want to dive into The Lion King. Of course, we've watched it from like our childhood, but I want to just share five things that I feel I've learned and I think you guys should take notice to as well. Let's get into it. Good morning, good afternoon, good night, and thank you again, guys, for tuning in. And I just want to say I hope everyone is staying cool this summer because it has been freaking hot. And, you know, for my big titty girls out there like myself, the sweat is real. So I overstand the situation and just, girl, I'm wishing you all the best and wet wipes will be your best friend. (laughs) So I am happy this week to be celebrating another two ladies that I feel, you know, just are showing us ways to just be strong and beautiful women and beautiful people, right? And This week in She Hustle, as I mentioned before, I wanted to talk about Tommy from Love & Hip Hop, and I want to get into Black China and celebrate them, because a lot of the times, especially with these two ladies, I feel like the media and blogs find a way to, like, always, they're quick to say something negative, but let's dive into some positives. So first, let's start with the lovely Tommy. Um, I personally personally <laughs> like her for a lot of reasons via what I see. And I like her like confidence and her like don't give a fuck attitude. And also, I like her swag and just like she seems like she has a lot of potential and she just really like such shit just keeps happening, you know? And she can't seem to catch a break quite yet. But on the flip side of things, you know, I'm sure everyone's seen in the media, there was a situation with Tommy and her child and the media spun it as, oh, she came to school, dealt with her daughter, and then like she got arrested and then all this stuff. And not all this stuff, but she had to go to jail And apparently she served like, I think about four, four and a half months and like is currently on probation. And I'm just kind of like, damn, like, cause obviously I know I've seen and known Tommy through love and hip hop and watching it on a religious basis. And it's just like, you see the trials and tribulations she's been going to going through from the jump, um, minus the stuff with Scrappy, just her personal life. And it's just like, damn, like I'm really rooting for her because she really does seem like she's trying to get out. So then um, recently, Tommy has been released from jail, right? Free up the mandem. And I wanted to celebrate that. And also the fact that she had the courage to go onto The Breakfast Club recently and she talked just about everything and she was straight up about it. And I really, really admired that. So, for instance, um, 
she dove into the story about what actually took place and the fact that her daughter brought edibles and just like a bunch of things, you know what I mean? And if you guys have been watching the amazing show Euphoria, you would be like, yo, at some point, like as a mom, you can't even stop it because these children out here are just wiling. See what I'm saying? And she had enough courage, not even a week out of jail, went on The Breakfast Club. Like, yeah, people can say, oh, for fame or whatever, but I really didn't feel that way because pe- there are people like myself out there that wanted to hear what really is it and from her because I feel like she has a lot to say. And I was just so proud of her seeing how she was just talking and she was calm and how she just composed herself and she spoke about, like, it just felt real. And you don't get a lot of that. Like, yes, she's from reality, et cetera. But I really felt like this was a real her. And I felt her on like a million levels. No, I don't have children of my own. But just the fact that like, yo, and a lot of people could relate. Like, I'm going to do whatever for mine. Like, I don't, I don't care. Like, if my child has edibles, you already know it's going to be an issue and we're going to have a problem. So, and I don't blame her for that. It's her child. And maybe there are different, you know, things that could have been different. But in the hindsight of everything, like, that's my child. And this is a woman standing up for her cup. And I'm wishing all the best for Tommy and just celebrating her for the things that she has accomplished. And I'm hoping that she doesn't get incarcerated again. And this is just it for her and she can move on with her life. And, you know, there's a lot of women out there that can relate to her. So don't just knock people because you don't like understand them. Right. And I felt like I really feel like Tommy is one of those people that just a lot of people don't understand her. And I'm, I don't know her personally, so obviously I can't say, you know, I know Tommy, but like, just like, I don't know. I, I just read a lot from people and watching the show as long as I have, it's just like, you can, you feel like you can kind of tell when people are just genuine and they're really out here just trying to be the best themselves they could be. And Tommy has come such a far away. So congratulations to her for just being able to go on this press run and tell her truth. And I hope that she takes this publicity and turns it into more positivity for herself and wishing her nothing but the best. (laughs) Um, Yes. Next, I would love to get into the beautiful, most talked about and hated Black China. And the reason why you know, people are like, why are you choosing these things, these thoughts? But nah, like, own your body, B. And I love the fact that Black China, like, she's another lady out there that I feel like is really misunderstood. And no, I don't agree with everything she's done, obviously, but I agree with the fact that she's not quitting. She's not giving up. And there's obviously something behind her that's like feeding her as to like, yo, I feel like just like Tommy, like not to say they're the same, but just to see like, yo, where we know Black China from, her backstory, the whole thing with the Kardashians, Tyga, then, you know, all these other things, the Rob, Kardashian. And it's just like, bitch, you have your own reality show on Zeus. Like, 
whatever for the reasons I like she's talked about, you know, getting into business and she's doing it for so long. And I believe her. I believe Angela. I believe Angela. Like she is out there getting it, getting to her bag. And I don't think people realize like the way I knew reality shows is like MTV and BET and those kind of networks like putting our our people on in the sense of like we were already the shit we have that flavor you know there's lots of people out there that have personality you know they're going to be a star but now it reality tv i felt like created a space where like the the less like polished people could also have their talent or you know whatever it is shown about them and i feel like Black China has successfully mastered all of that. And now to not only be having to be in that space and rising above it as much as she can, but also for the fact that she like she's the owner of this and she's putting it out. And people don't really want to talk about whatever, but she's a black girl from the hood doing her thing. And you have to give people credit not every not every pebble starts off as a big like you know not every every mountain at some point starts off as a pebble like everything starts from somewhere and I just rate her hustle and I feel like damn like keep doing your thing and for me like someone like that like they also motivate me like a lot of the reasons reasons isn't that kind of why we love Cardi B you see what I'm saying but because of other mix up and other things, you know, people like to let things be overshadowed, but I definitely want to acknowledge Black China for the strides that she's made. And the fact that, yo, like people are petty and crack jokes about her all the time. This lady, like she seems so strong. No, I don't agree with the Botox and certain things, augmentations done to her body, but live your life, boo. Hot girl summer, do your own thing. And I'm what I'm focusing on right now is the fact that she's coming out with her own reality show. And on top of having the reality show and being able to drive her market to another platform and make bank off of that, you see what I'm saying? Also, it's for the fact that she has been so open about her relationship with her mother. And Yes, it may seem like so easy for her or like, oh, yeah, she's doing it for the money or the check, whatever like shit people want to talk. But at the same time, that's not easy because if you think about like your real life and the specs that we all are, okay, just alone when certain cousins or certain people in your family learn shit and know shit, you like get fucking cheese, you're upset, you're like, yo, you don't want people knowing your business like that. So look at Black China legit spinning that and being like, yo, this is what happens. And obviously they're both toxic in their own ways. And her and Tony are trying to grow whatever. Obviously you could tell I'm already addicted to the show. But at the same time too, all of us can relate to having some sort of friction with our mother, male or female. And it's encouraging to see other Black people that are not deemed as perfect and are just like us in society work out their issues and show us at times that it is possible like another person I felt like done that through reality tv even though it's not 100% where they want it to be is Toya you know Reg Regine's mom 
because a lot of people know her mom had her drug issue and they're working through it. And now her mom has her own book and she started, you know, from the bottom all the way up. And it's just like, we don't always have to look for the be the Beyonce's and everyone to like, say like, Oh my gosh, that's where I want to be. There's people that are more like down to earth or like, like us or like the ratchet friends that we know in our hood that, yo, they're showing us that shit can be done too. And those messages need to be also focused on. So congratulations to Black China on having your own reality show and just being a boss and getting your coin and never giving up despite what people have brought you through. And, you know, I'm wishing you nothing but the best and the same for you as well, Tommy. And that is She Hustle this week, guys, because those are two women that I feel deserved to be highlighted. And it was great to talk about and they embody the whole getting your hustle on. So mm, take that. So as I shared earlier, um, I wanted to get into five things I learned from The Lion King. And I know some people were like, okay, The Lion King's been around, so why are you trying to act brand new? Blah, 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 okay? But <laughs> nevertheless, my whole steeze on it was the fact that, yeah, it has been around for a long time. And I remember even as a child having it on VHS and that being one of my earliest memories of movies that I felt like, I would consider one of my favorites. But now at this different juncture in my life and just understanding the representation of even certain people being able to play roles and this whole like reenactment and re-envisionment of The Lion King, it's just beautiful and it stirs up a lot of memories. And I said, you know, there's a lot of things that it taught me without even me realizing that The Lion King showed. And I'm pretty sure a lot of you would be able to relate, but I'm not saying these are all the things in The Lion King, but I just wanted to share five things, okay? All right, and if you feel like I missed on something way more important than what I said, et cetera, feel free to email. But one thing that I felt that I learned was, okay, you see, um, sometimes you have to separate yourself from the herd i.e. the people, to know and understand yourself. So I'll say that again. Sometimes you have to separate yourself from the herd slash people to know and understand yourself. So what I mean by that is um, it's in kind of loosely, loosely based on the scene where like obviously after um, Simba's dad dies and he runs away, not to say he did it on purpose, but it kind of made me think about it. You know, he meets Timon and Pumbaa and he's out there in this wilderness seeking knowledge or consuming knowledge without even realizing. And they're helping him through this whole like spiritual guide and experience. And, you know, sometimes when you're around others, not that it's a bad thing, but there's a lot of noise and not everyone can cancel noise at the same level and not everyone can block out others' opinions and stick to their own or just have that tunnel vision, you know, and it's okay. 
because nobody's perfect. So it's definitely, definitely okay to step yourself outside of that. Take some time in your own wilderness, in your own thoughts, in your own spiritual space and reflect on things, re-envision things, no matter how long it takes you and reevaluating what's going on and how you'd like to proceed moving forward if you're going to put yourself back in that space or not, you know? So that was definitely something that I thought that I learned from this movie because it was beautiful. And I thought he must have been so scared and PTSD, you know, relating it to conversations even now being held here in 2019 more where it's like, okay, a lot, a lot of people go through things very shocking things that catch them off guard in a way. And we have that flight, that flight or flee. And sometimes like we witness in the Lion King, his was flight or sorry, flight. His, yes, I was right. Sorry. So his was flee and flee and flight. Oh, why am I confused? (laughs) You guys know what I'm trying to say, but for the gist of it, it's just the fact that Sometimes something really crucial will happen in your life and you'll be forced in a way to be like, oh, wow, like you have to make a decision. Those crossroad points in your life where it's just like it can go either way and you just have to do something and it forces you to react and make a firm decision. And for some of us, that's hard as well because we don't make decisions. We're indecisive. We can't function without being forced into a corner. So that's another way if you want to look at it that way. Right? Okay. (laughs) So another thing I wanted to share that I learned was just because they, that you guys are family, it doesn't mean loyalty is something that automatically comes as a trait or follows. Okay. Obviously, you know what I'm talking about. The whole uncohesiveness between Scar and Simba and Scar's, I guess, envy of his brother. We all know those people in our family. And what a lot of us need to learn and to understand is that just because this person is my mom, just because this person's my dad, just because this person is my cousin, just because this person's my brother, my sister, my whatever, it doesn't mean that they're going to deal with you the same way as they should. I myself are guilty. I'm guilty of this because growing up, there's a certain code or certain mannerisms and values that people around me held. So, or my generation more held. So I'm feeling like that's how, that's the code. That's how life is supposed to proceed. But instead you have a lot of people out there that regardless of what it is, they'll still steal from you. They'll still talk your business. They'll still try to kill you literally. So You can't just assume in life, like, don't be a sucker. You can't just assume in life just because this person is that person, they're going to do what they're supposed to do. Nah, fam. You have to analyze life. It's chess, not checkers. So once again, I'm going to say the other thing that I learned, which is just because they are your family does not mean loyalty is something that automatically follows. It's crazy to me that some people would even, like, think that you know, and vice versa, because you have the people that you know in your family that automatically feel entitled or to a certain level, 
just because they know you or they 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 have seen you in a certain light and you have to just get to a point in life where they're going to have to learn and know that it's not like that sis you earn respect let people earn respect with you regardless of who they are you know so that was another thing something else i wanted to share was you need people around you that are not going to be yes men, but always have the best intentions for you. Because literally, the minute you say no, they become some of the most dangerous people in your life. Facts. Okay? Literally. So, if let me dive in deeper to that. So that's loosely, um, I'm speaking about, y'all are going to say, whoa, this girl's dick is getting deep. Okay, but <laughs> let me say this. So the hyenas that like were basically Scar's minions, okay? You see how he dealt with them. Like, yeah, he made sure they get fed, but he literally treated them like gar- garbage and like shit the whole time through, okay? And when he had his chance and his back was against the corner when Simba, when, you know, came back on the up and up and was like, all right, man's are going to get dealt with. This is my kingdom, uh-uh-uh, right? Then now, Scar starts talking shit because he feels like the hyenas aren't there. He's just like, whatever, they're scraps of me, they can whatever, where... At the beginning, because the hyenas did all his dirty work and those are the only people fucking with him, he was all for them. They can eat first before the lions, ray, 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 okay? But now, we are literally, Simba's backing him against the corner like, yo, I'm about to eat your food. And Simba's like, yo, bundles, man. It's like, don't worry, it's me and you, dog, from time. Nephew, love you. Erks. Okay? Remember what I told you about Loyalty. Because look at that. As soon as Scar turned his back, you think those men said, yo, dog, you're talking wild, but, you know, we're going to figure it out. We're going to get back this kingdom. Like, Simba's over. Like, nah, it wasn't that. Automatically, all of those yes men together gooned up, and they were like, we're coming to eat your food. Like, you are talking crap about us after all we did for you. And And that's how a lot of people... In this movie, yes, you can say, yes, those hyenas did put in work. Okay, they put in work on the field. But you have those people that don't put in work in the field. And they literally, they really feel like that in life about you. And you really don't know it. And it's crazy because if you were to hear it, it would like baffle you. But there are people like that in life. And it's crazy. And it's dangerous because... You have, you know that person I'm talking about right now that you know that you say yes to them all the time. And the minute you're going to say no, it's going to be an issue. It's going to be a problem. They're not going to love you the same. They're not going to deal with you the same. They're not going to rate you the way they do. They're going to talk shit. They're going to find your enemies. They're going to do things that do not follow the code. And not everybody follows the code. So therefore, you need to be aware. Like I said, I I feel like loyalty is something that you you gotta you gotta learn you gotta earn you gotta learn we like things just have to happen with us that I feel like naturally might I add that (laughs) you know it's just gonna make me feel that way but if I start feeling like yo I can't even you know talk to you certain ways have you see me in certain places or like I'm just having a certain emotion run through me when I even see your name pop up on my phone that's not good so that will be that. 
So mellow in that, marinate in that, and tell me who the yes people are in your life. Because you know, and let it go. Because you don't need that. Yes, it feels good for the moment. But if you really, like, look at all those celebs, you can say, oh, because of this crew and they never da 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 And then, look, you need honest people around you, good or bad. You're going to know the people that are being honest because it comes from a place, not a place of malice, you know? So simmer on that one. Another thing that I took from The Lion King was take in the knowledge from your elders slash parents that they have to show you. Even through their lingo, even though their lingo is different, um, the story never changes. So I'll say say that again. So take in the knowledge your elders and parents have to show you. Because even though their lingo is different, the story never changes. So I'll dig in deeper to that. You know, I explain a lot of the times to my younger family members and cousins, like, yo, you guys don't know how good you have it to have your grandmother, have your grandfather, know who they are, even know their names, their last names, because a lot of our families, we are broken and are as a black person, sorry for my listeners right now that are not black, but you can take and learn from this as well, because it's not just about our skin color, it's our culture and our heritage. Okay, a lot of us do not know our history. We do not know the stories of our people. We do not know. And Google and YouTube, in my opinion, it can only bring you so far. But there are certain rituals and things in place where you sit down with those people. If you if you look at, for example, look at Mulan, because I'm not going to say specific cultures for lack of being wrong. So look at Mulan, how she had to go into the room and then it had all the transcribes on the walls and she talked to the ancestors, etc. Like things like that are very vital and important in your life. Like knowing where you come from somehow completes you in a way that we can't describe. Things that we do, how would you feel to walk in somewhere and see people that look like you have weird quirks and mannerisms like you that you've never met before, but you understand now that this is your family or this is where this comes from. And, oh, I like my meat this way, or I don't like my meat this way, or, oh, this style of seasoning. Like there's so many things, the dressing, the songs, the decor, there's so many things. So it's really great to learn that, especially while the while they are here. We need to respect our elders and our parents to, to, to learn just properly how to guide through life. Just because a lot of the times, like, okay, one of my mother's like favorite things is speaking in Proverbs, you know? Um, the so many things, right? You know, Jamaican parables. But it's just like even though her lingo is different, there are times like legit one of my favorite songs about Bob, Bob Marley says, who the cap fit, he shall wear it. Like it's so simple. But when you think about it, it still applies to things today. And that was over how many decades ago. So be wise, educate yourself, listen, gather information, not just from you know, the internet, but from other resources as well in life. It's all that I'm trying to say. (laughs) And lastly, something else that I wanted, that I took away from The Lion King was when you finally agree and understand who you are, you can confidently walk in your purpose. 
People can always tell you, but do you believe? So, like it says, right? Like I'm talking about getting to know more of yourself and learning your heritage from your elders and standing strong in who you are, but still having your own individuality and your own interests and things like that. Then when you're in understanding of that to say, okay, I am this, or I represent this, or I like this, and I eat this, and no one's going to sway me from that. I feel like you can be definitely way more confident, and this helps you to build your confidence in life when it comes to everything. Everything. Literally, confidence attracts, like, the right confidence attracts positive energy. If you ever see, that's why I like I love, okay, for example, in Euphoria, for those of you who have watched it, spoiler alert, if you haven't. So the fat girl, you know, when she finally gets into herself, she's like, yeah, I'm that bitch. And she starts like buying her clothes and changing and she's just walking like, you know, even through the screen. I'm like, yes, like get it. Like, and when you get to a part (laughs) in life like that, I feel like it becomes such a rewarding and blessing of a space that you're just able to actually enjoy the present and what's going on, you know? And I'm definitely guilty of it as well, where someone has been like, oh my gosh, you look so beautiful. Oh my gosh, you lost so much weight. Or, oh my gosh, I wish my stomach can look at you. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, I look beat. Like, no. But it happens. (laughs) It happens. And the thing is, if I, I didn't believe what they were telling me at that moment, so I couldn't see it. But the days when I feel like my eyebrow sat how it's supposed to, my eyeliner wing is on point and they're even, you know, everything's boom, boom, bong. Then I'm like, ah. So when somebody tells me, I'm just like, mm-hmm, I know, thanks. So what is the difference between those two situations? It's the fact that I believe positive things about myself. I believe in who I am and I'm understanding who I am and I'm able to be in a space and be that person. And I'm sorry to, if people feel like I always draw things to race, but even like a lot of the places where I've worked, you know, I could have like, there's so many things I could have done to feel like I, I had to fit in, but no, especially at certain times in life, I still had my braids and I'm still changing my hair every two weeks. And you can ask me every week, Becky, every two weeks, you changed your hair again. Is that your hair? How does it grow so fast? Ask me all the questions you want. But I got to a space where I was confident in that. And I realized you're not, you're asking me because it's that shit. And you know that now Kim is doing it. It's that shit. And you want to know about it. So I'm not feeling offended by it. And for the people that do try to offend by it, I still internalize and spin it around into something positive because you can't let people take that from you. Your confidence is what's going to help you make it through life. That's that's going to be part, sorry, part of your personal backbone. So These are some of the things that I felt that I took away that I wanted to lead with from The Lion King, five things that I've learned. And I hope that these things have helped you to maybe look at certain aspects or things in your life that are different. We want to continue to remember not to waste time with negativity and to be the best people that we can be. Um, Be your best hot boy, be your best hot girl, be your best city boy, city girl, you know, but do it with class and do it with confidence. Um, 
My name is Kate, and thank you again so much for tuning in another week. I see you, New York. I see you. <laughs> I see you, all these countries supporting, and I'm so grateful for it. And I thank you guys so much. And just to continue support, if you'd like to buy merch, um, you can definitely click the link in our social media website. It will lead you and you click the shop downtown and it will lead you to that. Also, we do have an Instagram shop downtown page that also has the link in the bio. So feel free to support. And if you like to email me or email and inquire about things, email us at downtownworld at gmail.com. Let me know how you feel about this episode or if there's something that was way more important that I missed that I definitely should have brought up today. I hope you have a blessed, blessed week. We definitely have some surprises and things coming. So I definitely, definitely, definitely am looking forward to sharing it with you guys soon. So hope you have a great week. Don't waste no time with negativity. Eat fruit, mind your business. I'm out.